As we move away to like where we're by ourselves, I, I say to Dorina, uh, you said that you knew the hunter. Is it often his business to deliver spoiled meat to one that he hunts for? Great question, because I was actually going to ask that before. <laughs> I, you're I've you're shocked. Before. You are absolutely shocked. He is paid very, very well. Okay. Um, he's a professional. So you would have to say under normal circumstances, not in a million years, would he dare to bring in to a patron this wealthy, mm. you know, meat that had turned. Okay. Um, is he a hunter like me where he knows some things, I know some things that we shouldn't know, or he's just you, a guy that you, I... You're not sure. You don't think so. But then again, he uses the same weapons guy you do. Oh, all right. So, Macron, to answer your question, no, this is not like him. And that is very concerning because if you live off reputation, you wouldn't want to spoil that. No puns intended. Oh, and, and he lost this guy as a patron. He was told never to return to the household. Yeah. So he must have had a reason for doing that. Would I have any way of contacting him? Um, he was here a few days ago. He may still be in town. All right. All this happened within, you know, a, a few days of. Um, if he's still in town, it shouldn't be hard to track him down. Um, you know, he has a reputation. Okay. So that might be something I want to add to the list. All right. So what's on the list? And did you two want to speak to the doctor while they were speaking to the kitchen staff? Uh, yes, I think that's a good call. Okay. Uh, his name is Lucanos. He's waiting for you. He's got his bag. He doesn't live in the house, but he lives nearby and he comes whenever they need him. And he says, uh, you know, good day, gentlemen. Uh, how can I be of service? Uh, yes, we are looking into the disappearance of one of the house's servants. I haven't and- seen her. <laughs> he's, he's You've never seen her. No, I haven't seen her since she left. I'm not hiding he'll, her. Yeah. He'll he'll give a little grin. He's like, I do not believe that you are. However, uh, you were one of the last to see her. I, uh, we had heard that you were the one that tended to her birds. That oh morning. yes, uh, the day she left. Yes. Um, do you know exactly what caused them? Not from the stories that you were told, but uh, from the appearance of them. Uh, I know that you can tell whether or not they were done from direct heat or from water or anything like that. Uh, The burns leave different marks. It looked like a combination of burn and rash. Rash, you say? Yes, it wasn't a, a typical burn. It was almost as if. Um, are you familiar with acid? I'm, ass- I'm assuming I am. Maybe he said there are chemi- <laughs> He says there are there are there are chemicals used to to treat metal. Hmm. Um, that I've seen burn in this similar way, that they spread more like a uh, eating away of the flesh than uh, the cons- consummation of fire. Ah, yes. So they weren't typical. I asked her what had happened. She said that um, she had uh, dropped a tray, a serving tray, 
uh, with hot soup. Um, it didn't seem like that sort of a burn, but she was badly hurt, and people usually don't remember how these injuries happened. Uh, you know, you stumble, you fall in an odd way. Um, I was going to check on her the next day to see if she was okay, but she'd already left. Yes, indeed. She left her uh, fairly was, close to after she right. burned herself. It was, not diff- it was not out of the ordinary for her to be so unsteady and clumsy and even forgetful. Um, the, the fever she had was quite severe. I'm actually that she would be even up and around so quickly after it was uh, miraculous. It's one of the worst fevers I ever saw. We had to submerge her in cold water and cover her with with wet blankets to keep her liver from boiling away. Wow, that is very impressive. He says, and uh, between you and me, uh, the gods must have favored her because her heart stopped at one point, and I had to revive her with a hot poker to her th- to the side of her hip. That's incredible. Uh, she gasped for breath and. Uh, after the fever, after the sweating and the fever and the nightmares broke, I was told that she was up. Uh, when I checked on her the next morning, she was able to sit up and, and drink a little broth. And by the third day, she was up and certain burning herself. I, I told her she shouldn't have gotten out of bed. And were you around for any of these nightmares? I heard that uh, from some the of children, them, yes. that they were some very impressive. Uh, as I said, uh, the fever was burning away her liver. She was hovering between life and death. Um, when a f- person is that close to death, they're seeing beyond. And some of that beyond sight could be absolutely terrifying. Um, so, yes, uh, screaming and yelling and, and crying out in, in those types of fevers, uh, I, I'm not surprised. And there wasn't I, anything uh, that survived, yeah. there wasn't uh, anything that stood out in your mind during those moments. It seemed like relative. Well, you have to understand. To death. About the same time, I was running back and forth to the lady of the house, to the master of the house, and the children. Yes, um, and, and they did not come down with the uh, at least not as serious of a condition. <sighs> No, they had food poisoning, which is what I told everyone, and no one will listen to me. What Bronwyn had was something different. Interesting. I rolled a 12 on my insight. Uh, it's a super mega awesome. <laughs> He's actually, he actually believes everything he's saying. Okay. He said, Bronwyn had some sort of a, of, a, of a illness or disease. I suggested they burn all of the contents of her room, all of her clothing, just to be sure, but nobody listened to me about that either. They think it's sorcery. Did she have any other markings on her? Uh, a rash or uh, bite marks or anything of the sort? Perhaps it could have been she a... She had an old uh, an, an scar on her thigh and a, a deep gash on her thumb from a kitchen knife, I was told the other day. Ah. How did that wound? It was infected at all? Or? Um, it was mildly infected, but I had put an ointment on it and wrapped it in a bandage. Uh, nothing to worry about. Um, I'd made sure it stayed open, and uh, so the pus wouldn't run. But she wasn't running a fever that day. 
But then again, she did get out of bed against my advice and stumble and burn her hands on a tray. So, indeed, I think that the uh, gash on her thumb was the least of her problems. So, in your medical profession, uh, in your opinion, what do you think uh, could have caused her sickness? I don't know. I'm just grateful it didn't spread to anyone else in the house. Um, Are we sure that it did not? uh, I'm sure that it did not. uh, Something that virulent, it's been days. Uh, No, and we were, and the the girls, and I said, I was very in close contact with her. So were other of the servants. Someone else would have fallen ill by now. Um, so I'm, you do not believe in your uh, opinion that there is any need for quarantine or anything of the family? At this point, no. If it if there was need, that window has been left open. Very um, true. I advise them again to burn all of her linens and, and, and seal off the house for a few days. But again, no one listened. Well, I perhaps might be able to persuade them to at least do the first half of that. So is there anything else? Uh, no, I believe in, unless Malachi, you have uh, any ideas. While I'm here, I'm going to check over everyone in the house to make sure that they don't have any feverish symptoms. Uh, can I say that that's on your orders? Yes, of course. Says, I Good. would much appreciate it if you did that. He says, like I said, they don't tend to listen to <laughs> they don't they don't tend to listen to caution. But uh, if they believe I'm helping you investigate sorcery, uh, maybe maybe they'll let me do my job in keeping his family alive. Yes, it does appear as though the man of the house is the only one that has any actual sense. All right, he says, well, uh, citizens, if there's if I can be of any service. Uh, don't hesitate to call on me. Yes, you will be. Uh, if you will be checking the rest of the house, you will be around for the better part of the day then. Yes, yes. I'd like to check everyone she came in contact with. And Bronwyn was very popular. So that's pretty much everyone in the house. That's good. Uh, but she's been gone a few days. So if they're not sick now, I think we should be out of danger. Indeed, never, never hurts to be sure. Yeah. Well, if you have any further questions or perhaps anything that you would like us to look into upon your uh, your looking into the family, feel free to reach us as well. Certainly. Good day, sirs. All right. So you guys are all back together. I, I see a lot of cringing and, and weird half smiles like, uh-oh. Uh, so I can't wait to hear this conversation of you guys all back together. <laughs> Can can we find out if uh, she ever cooked in the kitchen with any regularity at all? I mean, there's two things that's interesting to me. One that she essentially seemed to insist upon using this meat. Is that correct? And then the cooks kind of put it down. They uh, they said, well, the, the they'll if you ask the cooks, they'll say that the ma- that after he didn't get the trophy or the pelt, the master of the house was just ranting, raving, absolutely furious at all the money he had wasted. Mm-hmm. And he demanded at least that they would have the feast. And they were nervous about telling him that all of the meat was unusable when he was already so angry. 
So that was in response to the master being that upset. So they, it wasn't Bronwyn having them cook the the boy. No, they were asking. They actually called her in. You're, you're talking to the kitchen staff again. Like when after you guys discussed Malachi, had some, they say that they wanted to. They were asking Bronwyn to go and explain to the master of the house that they couldn't use the meat, and she said he'll completely lose his mind. Um, let me see how much of it I can salvage. Okay. So she was kind of just a go between the mass between the master and the cooks. Right. Uh, did she ever cook at all in the kitchen? Only when they were swamped, when there was a major feast. So she was and really sort of pinch hitting here. She was kind of just stepping in to help them in a, out of a. They jam. said that was the that's the way she is. She's always trying to help. Okay, so then I think this idea that uh, we've maybe discussed that perhaps she might have contaminated herself with this boar meat while she was cutting it, and cut herself. Something was wrong with the boar meat. That's for sure. Can I roll insight, or can everybody roll insight to see? I mean, maybe during can somebody successfully so, roll so, insight. So I can I can roll on a, a successful insight. But so the one thing I'm thinking is, obviously, getting a blood contamination is different from just eating and digesting something. You know, that's gonna. That's, that's what the doctor said. That yep. she had something completely different, but nobody wanted to listen to. I have a 23 out of what is it? Insight we're doing out of 70. So hard success. I got a six. They're they're telling the truth, and they're very, you know, they don't understand what's going on. But everything they're telling you at this point is the truth. So it sounds like she got contaminated by the meat, and that caused whatever it is that led to her. Uh, but obviously, her effect would have been quite different since it was a blood contamination than, you know, just eating it. So I got a 52 under 60 for a cult. Does, and I don't know that I know anything specifically about werewolves, right? But like, I think the general consensus would be if you get bit, you would turn into a werewolf. Would eat it? So would the, I guess the blood transfer then? So if there was blood in the meat and she cut herself while cutting the meat, is, would I think that that's possible with a successful? There's no, there's no, precedent but it certainly seems possible okay. like you you're not a werewolf expert you've not read every treatise on mechanic yeah, yeah. like but if the bite of the saliva in your bloodstream could spread whatever curse mm-hmm. this is it's quite possible getting blood in an open wound mm-hmm. i mean at looking looking that. at it from a scientific point of view like it's the fluid transfer that counts and not necessarily the action of the bite. Yeah. It's a bad humor is what it is. <laughs> um, all right. Mixed humors. Right. right. Uh, so if she um, contaminated herself and was aware, perhaps when the, the meat was then cooked. The the family was was spared this potential curse. I, it seems that we're leaving fairly heavily on the premise that she is perhaps a werewolf, but uh, point the signs do seem to point in that direction, do they not? 
she also could not necessarily be aware of what she is. Uh, hence why she believes that the silver is of danger to the family. She could believe that ingesting the meat is what did it. And so separating the silver from the rest of the family is protecting them from being completely unaware that they are unaffected. She may also feel responsible. She's the one that handled the meat. We need to find this hunter. Yes. Um, I agree. He may still be here because this only happened a couple of days ago. Um, he might be trying to do damage control because word probably got out that he gave someone really bad meat. Um, and it's not like him to do that. So It's Is possible it- he knows more than that even. It's possible that he was maybe turned himself and wanted to spread the contamination further by turning in meat. Although it was it was unpalatable, I, there would be no reasonable uh, assumption on his part that they would use it. You would think that if he was indeed going to spread the contagion, that he would use uh, a better vehicle. No. I have no evidence to believe that he is that type of person. Um, you know, we go by word of mouth here. If you don't provide a good service, you're not going to make money. I don't see a reason for him to provide that kind of meat. I think this is something out of his control or it just doesn't make sense to me for him to give that. You know what I mean? Indeed. But if, if he is uh, contaminated, His will may not be his own. True. That could be a possibility. You, I would defer to your expertise in this field as this is uh, something that you are more familiar with. For me, I I really think that there's just something different about it. it. It doesn't make sense for him to bring that type of meat. I think if we do talk to him, we can get a better of under better understanding of where he's at. See if he's acting a little strange. I have met him before. So I do have a good idea of who he is as a person, how he speaks. Maybe a little bit of observation um, may help us get a better understanding. Yes, I I believe he should be our priority at this point. Mm. Okay, so have you exhausted your time in the house? I believe that we will be returning to the house. I'd still like to talk to Bronwyn's lover. But I think that the hunter is definitely a more viable target at this point. And it would probably at the be at the best interest for all four of us to deal with this guy just in case. So you're all going to leave. You may come back and talk to him, but you're going to try and track down the hunter immediately. Yeah. Okay. How do you want to do that? Local bars? Yeah. Or a local merchant? Can we or- have... Seneschal send out a runner or two to to. No, I don't know. I, does that make sense for them to send someone out to try to find him? Everybody, make an idea roll. Oh yeah, oh, if only you knew someone who made it his business to stay up to date on all the rumors in town. I don't know who that could possibly be. Yeah, I got a hard success. <laughs> all right. Remember the, the central place you were staying said that he liked to keep up on all the gossip in town. Yep. Oh, yeah. Glacius? Is that what his okay. name was? All right. You go back 
to where you were staying. He's there. Uh, Glacio, a question, uh, if we may. Of course. So we have undertaken uh, the assignment and um, have come to an interesting crossroads. We we need to find uh, the hunter uh, who was... Granis, uh, yes. Um, we were wondering if he was perhaps still in town, if you may have a location where we may be able to find I don't know him. if he's still in town, but he always stays at the Cracked Barrel. Ah, yes, the Cracked Barrel. Thank you, thank you. Of course, the Cracked Barrel. He says that the, the food's half-assed, but the portions are big. He looks over at Malachi because he's huge. <laughs> Just eat it. Let's go. <laughs> so he, he slips him a couple of coins in, in appreciation for the information. I, I don't know what would be appropriate, whatever would be appropriate for. Well, he takes it and he smiles and he says, um, I'm pretty sure he's still there. I think there was some kind of a bar fight in that bar. Hmm. Interesting. He gives you directions. When 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 was the uh, was the fight? Recently, last day or so. Um, it may have been yesterday, the the day before. I'm not really sure. Uh, yes. Uh, well, we must be off then. Uh, thank you for your uh, help. Best of luck on your hunt. He he cracks a grin and he kind of laughs a little bit since we're going after a hunter. <laughs> He was like, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so you get over to the Cracked Barrel. It's a large tavern. They have rooms on the second and third floor. You see the bartender, Slino, behind the bar, and there's a serving lady. The serving girl comes over and says, can I get you gentlemen and lady a table? I, I grab Herminius and walk off to the side. Mm-hmm. to leave you and Malachi to go and sit since he's like super good at reading people. So you can, since you know him, can talk to him. We'll be back up and like maybe sit like two tables over. I was yeah, thinking we'll the same thing, kind of view from the outside. Yep. So do you want uh, two tables? Yes. Uh, two for, for Malachi and myself. Uh, one for Malachi and myself, and I believe the gentlemen behind us are asking for a table as well. Of course, and she seats both of you. And she's like, what can we get you? She tells you what the specials are, that the, what the kitchen is made for the for lunch today. If you just give us a moment, um, we'll have an answer for you in a minute. Certainly. I'll be back with some wine. Yes, wine, please. Okay. Do I see him around the room, anyone who seems like a hunter? Um, no, you don't see him or anyone who seems like a hunter. Um, anyone? Ace, go ahead, go ahead. Ask your I know, I was going to ask anyone um, with a crossbow or any type of weaponry that would be used for hunting for. No, but you do see a couple of people who look like they've been in a fight recently. Ah. Huh. Okay. I whisper over to Malachi, take a look at the two at uh, the two gentlemen that were in a fight. Should we offer to buy them a drink? How uh, should we approach them? Can we what else I mean what else do we discern? I'm gonna spot hidden to get some sense of them. I have a ten. Any sense of what can we figure out from looking at them? Do they look like trouble? 
Oh no, they, they, they look like regulars. They're okay. talking to the barmaid and they're talking to people at the you know around them. They look quite comfortable here, other than the fact that you know one of them has a an arm kind of in a sling, and the other one has a very badly swollen face on one side. Maybe we should ask our uh, waiter first when it comes back. Yeah. Okay. She comes back with your wines. Um, what's up with the fellows over at the bar over there? Oh, there was a... <laughs> you didn't hear it from me, but they were beaten up by a woman. She chuckles. Where were they? Interesting. When did this happen? Um, day before yesterday. <laughs> no kidding. Here in this bar? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And uh, uh, she wasn't even looking for them. They tried to pull her off someone else. Oh, really? Uh, who was she? Would it, Wait a second. A friend of ours, a hunter. What's his name again, Dorina? Granis. Granis. It wasn't, wasn't Granis, was it? Yeah, that's the one. He's oh, got a, apparently he's got away with women. She was yeah. curious. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, he's still upstairs recovering. Is he really? Oh, we'll have to pay him a visit. Um, how's he doing? I can bring your food up there if you're friends of his. Yeah, we are friends of his, actually. But um, we haven't seen him in a while. We're actually kind of hoping. We knew he hung out here sometimes. But She says, hold on. And she calls over to the manager. These are friends of Granis. They're looking for him. <laughs> and, he comes o- and he comes over and he goes, uh, he's run up quite a tab. Oh, has he? Yeah. He's staying here. He's been uh, staying in his room and drinking quite heavily, and that was before um, the fight. And um, I just want to make sure that, you know, he can... I don't want to toss someone out who's injured. Mm -hmm. So if you could collect him and take take him somewhere else or pay up what he owes, and uh, a little in advance, I'll let him stay to finish uh, recovering here. We, we could help out with him. He's a good old friend. And obviously, he's a regular here, so we'd hate for him to see him on the Well, he only comes when he's delivering, and we heard that he lost his position with uh, his patron in Aquasileus. Hmm. What happened? Oh, a woman came in demanding to find out where he was. She went upstairs. Words were exchanged. We heard crashing. Uh, some of the boys went up afraid that he was beating this woman up. <laughs> it turned out it was the other way around. And uh, when they tried to pull her off of him, she, <laughs> I wasn't there myself, but I heard it. Uh, you could see they're pretty sturdy guys. Apparently, she had the. She must have been a madman, because they say a madman has the strength of 10. She tossed them around like they were rag dolls, and uh, I, I wasn't getting in her way. Uh, she went charging out of the bar uh ran down the stairs charged but you know knocked over a few tables knocked over uh, a couple of patrons just got out into the street before the vigilis could arrive never seen anything like it did she come into the bar looking for them and immediately went on this rampage she came into the bar looking for him yeah and they were talking upstairs for a while and then the conversation turned. I couldn't tell you what they were talking about. Interesting. Well, we'll have to pay a visit to our friend. Let us have some food first. Um, we'll here have- now. Here now. 
double There's five. a matter of 50 60 for his tab, and then oh, you can go upstairs and have a visit. We can take care of that. We'd like to eat some food first, though, please. Of course. All right. So he brings out a meal, and um, he says that, you know, that's going to be five Cersei. And he goes, and uh, your wines are on the house if, you can, if you're going to cover your friend's debt. So you're able to eat a meal before you go up to speak with him. And the food, again, kind of half-assed, but very large portions. And I, I give a good tip on top of our payment for this. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> as you can tell, I'm not a I'm not a real big fan of Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were knocking on Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> no, it's the, the, the name of the tavern's the Cracked Barrel. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I miss Cheesecake Factory. I did the Cracker Barrel so many times. I only been at Cheesecake Factory once, and it was with Pete Rollick. He dragged me to one one time. Oh. <laughs> Down in Florida. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Hey, Oscar, before we go on, what, what phase of the moon is it? Um, drop a 12-sided dice. <laughs> All right. Um, you don't want – you don't want – the closer you are to 6 or 12 – the better it is. Three. You're okay. You're nowhere near. You're yeah. you're just you're just between extremes. Um, our 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 two compatriots are they the table right next to us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we can kind of just confer together here a little bit. Uh, so, a yeah, what phase of the moon is it? Um, two days ago. Our friend Bronwyn went on a rampage. You guys got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interesting thing is it wasn't a full moon then. It, so the 12th would have been a new moon, I believe. So it would have been right cl- uh, close to some sort of change. So do we know, Was two days ago, was it a full moon? Well, so the extremes would be new moon and full moon, right? So... Pick pick one and we can work there. We definitely so. would know. We definitely would know if two days before it was a full moon. Yeah. I'm just getting. Uh, I mean, obviously, her ability it was not. It was a. It was not a full moon two yeah, days ago. I'm understanding. So, her ability isn't necessarily directly related to the moon phase. Yeah. Um, well, Dorina, or, the even uh, somebody afflicted with lycanthropy, do they uh, normally have? enhanced abilities even outside of their uh outside of the moon phases or is it only stricken them at those specific times ask roll your occult thank you i'm gonna roll two i'm not so i made it um heightened strength stamina is not uncommon in like like in lycanthropes even in their human forms okay and quite often, not only can they change at any time of the day, they can make these changes at any phase of the moon. It gets worse the closer you get to the moon. Um, some of the ones who are cursed can only transform during the phases of the full moon, and they don't have living memory of it. They don't have conscious memory of it. Some of the ones that are hereditary seem to not have that restriction. They have full memory and full full ability. But again, there's no hard science to it. 
But your so man is it here, just it could it could be less controllable at the fa- at the at the strong phases of the moon, right? But your man here didn't say it was uh, some wolf-like creature. They said it was a woman. Um, you know. Her well, physical- yes, but oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to acknowledge that her physical structure to begin with, she was described as a broad-shoulder woman um, with muscles. So even if she wasn't at a She full- was a farm girl. Yeah, she's a farm girl. So even if she wasn't at her full potential, she already started off being very. So imagine if she's extra strong now because of her, if she is a lycanthrope. Imagine if she's extra strong now when she's not even the werewolf. Imagine how brutal she's going to be when she's actually turned into a werewolf. One thing as well, I think we might want to caution ourselves with as we approach uh, Granis is. They were in a scuffle a couple of days ago. We do not exactly know what the outcome of that yeah. was. Is there a cure for lycanthropy? Yes, silver sword to the heart. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there, there's not one known. Yeah. Um, not that you know of or have ever heard of. Okay. There could be some ancient magic. There could be some potion somewhere. But you've never heard of it. That's why I wear the. How much further are we going to go? It's 11. I just want to, I'm trying to plot in my head. Well, it might be good to go up, just talk to the Granis, at least. Okay. Um, What are the face, are the face spears elemental uh, silver? Uh, Magic seems to work as if it's silver. Okay. So enchanted and silver usually is fine. You're gonna fucking <laughs> you're gonna smoke this guy in the bar, <laughs> you know, crossing my eyes, etc. Okay. Depends on depends on his mood right now. <laughs> so you go up and uh, hey, we just paid his goddamn bar bill, right? Or, or now that we have this information, are we all gonna go up together? Oh yeah. Okay. All right, you go up and it, you know knock on the door, and he's like, "Go away." And the barmaid says, shut up, you ingrate. You've actually got friends here. And he goes, what? And she says, just go in. Herminius <laughs> will turn to her and goes, and she, and she, get, and she gives one of you a tray of, of, of stew for him. Thank um, you. And, and she says, and I'm not bringing him up any more alcohol. Not until he eats something. I don't care how bad he's hurt. Hmm. She like storms off. It's uh, Darina. Darina. The, re- the shepherdess? Yes. I'm in town. How are you? He says, good. Um, I, and you walk in and you see him lying on the bed. He's got a badly bruised face. Um, he's got a foot kind of up on some pillows covered with uh, blankets. Covered up with bandages and a splint. So apparently he has, you know, someone set a broken foot. Um He's taking really shallow breaths. Oh, fuck. Uh, so you can tell he's probably got some broken ribs. And his shoulder is so swollen, he looks like a fiddler crab. Wait a second. <laughs> Slow down now. <laughs> One shoulder is like twice the size of the other. And the arm is kind of like, you know, at a weird angle. Are you just giving the fiddler crab reference for me, Oscar? Or- 
No, I was just thinking like one big, one one small. Thank you for the visual. It's not all about you <laughs> and the crabs. You. <laughs> Sorry, <man. laughs> what did you get yourself into? He says, look, this mad woman came in and she just started wailing on me. <laughs> I, I I can't tell you more than that. I, I don't. I'm not proud of being hurt by this by so badly by a woman, but you know, I was not at my best. She, she, she uh, what's the word? What's the word? Uh, she sucker punched me. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> you knew she was on me, just like madness on a fury. You know um, who the was, of do course. I know if he's perhaps exaggerating this situation? Roll, roll. <laughs> <laughs> that is a twenty-six out of seventy. He is not being entirely truthful. And so Herminius will kind of, he's been kind of hanging out in the doorway a little bit. And he'll take a slight step forward into the room. Be like, now, now, you are among friends here. And he'll give kind of a little bit of a wink and say, we understand that she was not exactly of a natural ability you can share that she thoroughly destroyed you and we will understand <laughs> now tell the truth roll, roll your persuade with a bonus dice because you did pay for his tab let's see that is a uh, nine okay. out of 70 <laughs> yeah um, he says that she was angry with him um, she says that I had cursed the family. I told her I'd done no such thing. She said it was that she blamed it on the meat and that everything was fine until I came with it and demanded to know where it came from. <sighs> where did and it, where it, it come all gets very foggy. <laughs> um, I did kill a boar. It was a big boar. It was, it was savage. It, I, I shot it with my crossbow. I I stabbed it with my spear and it slowed it down, but it wouldn't die. It just it wouldn't die. It just it didn't die until I took out my sacks and 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 I just had to keep stabbing it. Um, you know, my old sacks, my the one that's been passed down, that the one that our our master, your or the weaponsmith gave me. It finally died. And I was thinking, oh, it's gonna be so it's going to be so great. I mean, this is the biggest head I'm going to. And then it was, it wasn't there anymore. It wasn't there anymore. It was, it was there and it just wasn't there anymore. And, and, um, and it was a man. It, it, it had been a boar. I killed a boar. I didn't kill a man. I, 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 I didn't know what to do. Um, I didn't have a pelt. I, I didn't have a head. Um, but I figured meat is meat, right? I, I did kill a man. I did a boar. I didn't kill a man. It was a boar. So I, I, I took what meat I could and, and I brought it back. And I thought if I just explain, maybe that would be enough. Maybe that would well, be enough. You may take solace in the fact that you did, in fact, kill a boar and not a man. You see? You were not, you were not delusional. Do not worry at that. You can settle your mind on that at least. She wanted to know where I found the boar, where I found the 
the boar. As and, do and we. I, I, I told her it was dangerous. I said that she shouldn't go there. That, that, I mean, the thing almost killed me, and then it was just gone. And I had nothing to show for it. I, I told her, and then she just got angry, and she started hitting me. And if I hadn't told her, she would have killed me. I, I'm sure she would have killed me. She had such rage. Um, so I told her. And what did you tell her? She said that he tells her I tracked it to the forests just north of um, Mamoseum, which is. Oh, that is very far north of here. Um, That's north of Deva. So that's. You're now at the southern tip of Wales, or what will be Wales. Hmm. This is actually in the in the Midlands of Britain. Wow, <laughs> that's a trek. Um, especially you consider that he brought meat back. Mm. People meat. It was a boar. You realize that he's insane, right? Yeah. So. It, are his weapons visible? It's like he have like a belt hanging on the bed that has the dagger, the the CX. Yeah. In it. Yeah, he's got his axe there. I I walk up and grab it because I want to see what it looks like. Because if he actually killed it, I want to see if 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 it has the silver blade. Because he did say that it came from. It has the same kind of knot work your spear has. The the spear that you got from. It's an enchanted weapon. This MF has an enchanted blade. Well, he is a good hunter, right? I mean, he's of renown. I I swap what? those out, <laughs> and my my CX finds its way into his. That's fuck. That's low, Macrion. He's crazy, and he butchered and served people meat to. What what injuries did she give you? Um, you'd have to make a medicine roll. He says that uh. They didn't really have a proper doctor come in. They just had some guy who comes into the bar, patch him up. So he hasn't really had quality medical attention. I can do first aid. Would that help him at all? Or he's passed that You're point? pretty sure that the arm is dislocated and has not been reset. Right do I know? That first aid. That's Roll it. You can do that. No, not at all. Okay. Um... Oh. He just starts fucking screaming when you try and get it back into place. And it hurts worse than ever before. Does anybody else want to try and set it? I'll try. I have a 35 for what Okay. Worth. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that won't do it either. Um. <laughs> All right. If, two, if three of you hold him down and one of you try it, I'll allow it with a... With a... All right. I'm holding him down. I'm basically laying across him at this point. Yeah, Doreen, right. if you want to pop, I'll, I'll hold him down, too. And he's he's well, like screaming. Can I, try? Yeah, can I roll again? Yeah. Okay. With, a, with a bonus dice. Okay. All right, so I'm going to keep the four, and I'm going to re-roll a six. I'm watching eating an apple. 64. Ain't happening. Okay, he passes out. Oh. When he when he passes <laughs> out, I take a silver sesterce out of my pocket, <laughs> and I press it to his cheek. No, he has no no effect. He's not oh, affected okay. by silver at all. Thank I, God. I whispered to Macrion, if you're gonna take his sword, give me my, give me yours. 
Uh, I don't. So I think my I don't have an enchanted anything. Should we just oh, cut his you... arm off at this point? I mean, I'm just thinking. <laughs> you could, you yeah, could just let it dangle to its side. In, you could send in your doctor friend if you want. You actually made a doctor friend in town. Yeah, let's. Yeah, see. I don't. Can yeah. we send a runner for the doctor friend? Yeah, you can send the doctor runner for the doctor friend and get him some some actual medical treatment. He'll oh, bill you after. God. Uh, Macron, you're paying for that doctor bill <laughs> to cover the Seox. Okay, so that's fair. <laughs> the good news, right, so, is so believe he- it or not, this is all I've written. Okay, because I figured they can't possibly go beyond this point. And it's eleven. It's quarter after eleven. So I guess I, I we, plotted we, it. Well learned, I guess you're right. We've learned a lot. We've learned a lot. We've learned. A there lot were a lot of people to talk to, so I figured we'd be. This would be enough for a session. And yeah, we still have one more person to talk to. I mean, that we seems rather superfluous at this point. But yeah, I, mean, I, I think, don't know. She might have. She might have talked to him before he left. He might have. Yeah. Information. Yeah, true. True. Plus. Plus, after all this surgery, I'm going to need another meal downstairs before. (laughs) (laughs) This shit builds up an appetite. (laughs) All right. So now that you've uncovered the the mystery, what do you guys? Well, we can talk about that after. All right. We go downstairs and eat. (laughs) And then we recruit a legion. Uh, Well, I mean, you've been at this pretty much all day, so you can get a meal, another meal, wait for the doctor to come deal with that bill. And I doubt you're going to and do and then towards the evening, if you want to talk to the lover, but I doubt you're leaving, uh, you're leaving bath today. Oh God. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, we're aware of something in the dark. <laughs> okay. So it's a right. hundred, a hundred sistercy to deal with his dislocated shoulder and the rest of his medical care. And he says, he'll God come back. It. He'll come back and check on him once a day until he's able to heal. 100 sesterce for an enchanted uh, sax. Man, it's not bad, yeah. I so I guess this is this is I guess we're technically sort of post show. Doreen, I think the I think the the um the fae gave you an enchanted dagger cuz you were you were angry with the whole thing, but I think when when we came back they gave me something for you. I thought it was a dagger. I see I don't remember. I was so, I was so angry that day. You got, you can't check the audio. I don't know. I think oh, yeah. I, so. Herminius got a dagger. I think Darina might have mm-hmm. gotten a um like a medallion or something. Or was it a net? That's that actually sounds familiar. Maybe yeah. Maybe it was a net. Well, I, you your character your starting character has weapons that can affect werewolves or like. Yeah, I, I believe my crossbow can. Right, I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. At this moment, anyway. Now, I'll definitely check the audio for um, that one to triple check. Because I, I think guess. it was at the start of, it was either at the very end of that session or it was the beginning of the next session, maybe, when we when we talked about it. Um, it, it was when you came back. I know, I'm pretty sure that's when it happened. I can definitely check on Excellent. my own time for it. Dorina, that's a good question. Your what? What kind of spear do you have? Uh, da, 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 da. Well, it's a javelin. I have a javelin. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's, I have a fey uh, six spear. I'm sorry. I have a fey spear that. Uh, I mean, I'm not a spear person. I'm happy to have it though, but I would trade for some equivalent thing and give, give since this is uh, an enchanted weapon, give it to somebody else. That can I can trade you the CX for the spear. 
I, I'm not good at spear, but I did take it as a skill. <laughs> What's the, what would be the skill for a sea axe? Uh, large knife. Large knife? Yeah, so basically brawl because knife is. Uh, oh, okay. Oh hell! I'll, what, what's the damage for? What's the damage on a axe? Hold on. The small yeah, one is four. Oh, this is a large sax. Yep. So it's basically a short sword. So oh, okay. D6. Plus one d six. Oh. It's, I'm looking. I don't. I don't remember. A long sack. Uh, no, this would be a short one. Macrion, if you want to trade. Um, because I can definitely make good use of that. That's exactly my main weapon skill. It's 1d4 plus 2 plus damage bonus. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah you want to trade? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I just, I'm not good with spears. Uh, I'd like to get better at them, but yeah, let's trade. You want the face spear? It's, uh, it's pretty good. It's 1d10 plus damage bonus. Holy shit. Yeah, definitely. All right. Sweet. And so, when, as he's handing it over to uh, to Malachi, I guess, and then like awkwardly looking over to Arena, and he's like, "Oh, your your master makes the your your uh, weapons master makes these, huh?" Yes, uh, he does. So, so you have one of these then? I, I have something similar. Um, I have a crossbow. I don't have a, a spear. Yes, well, then I don't. I don't feel quite as bad. Who <laughs> like has the spear for weight? Like he has any fucking clue? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it has seen uh, many battles, and it comes in handy. Hopefully, we don't have to use it. Uh, if there is no cure, there may not be a choice. I know they want her to be returned, but. That may be impossible. Yeah, they, they don't want her harmed. They they just want to know why she left. So we need to find out if there's something that could be done for Lycanthropy. Like, well, I will say it is possible that we can inform them as to why she left without also telling her where she is or her current situation. Yeah, we've essentially... We do not... Yes, if we do end up having to dispatch of her, we don't have to tell them that. We could see how much they might want us to uh, try to bring her back uh, intact, see if how much it's worth their while, perhaps. I would think it, we should give her the benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, she, she might be scared. She may not want to be what she is right now. And I believe that the um, the wife and the daughters are not going to let it go. Um, so I think we should just give it a fair shot. Yes, indeed. But if, uh, if she has been contaminated in this instance, uh, as, as we have discovered, it is, uh, she probably does not have much control over what she is now. So returning her to the family might not be the best decision. Mm. The question becomes then as we deal with these issues, uh, how much do we tell the family? Obviously they believe in sorcery. They have charms and protections and that's common enough. 
Um, but if the woman cannot be saved, and if she poses a danger, and I, I agree with Dorina that we should at least attempt to try to talk to her to see where her head is at. But from my oh. experience, we tell the family what they need to know in order to put their minds at ease and put coin in our pocket. But as to her motivations, then? Oh, well, that is something that we shall find out. Hmm. Indeed. Fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Don't you have to do your show, your show bumper? Yeah, well, we just guy force us to jump back into it. That's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're well, weaving back and forth. Yeah, it happens. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for checking it out. Uh, we had Max lurking today, so that's cool. Thank you, Max. Um, we do have coffee for sale. It's that legendary brew. It's a nice, easy drinking medium roast. I finally got mine in. I'm I'm like fucking like halfway through the new bag already. It's tasty, it's easy drinking, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice coffee. Uh, if you use code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. There's a link in the show notes, or you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash legendarybrew. The other brews over at uh, Birds of a Feather Coffee are also fantastic. The Night Owl Blend is super tasty. Uh, that's the only other one I've had, but I'm sure the other ones are good as well. Uh, Neil roasts, uh, well, Neil's still kind of roasting on his own. Uh, he has an assistant that has been doing uh, a majority of that while he deals with his situation. Um, our Patreon is up and running. Uh, if you're interested in that, we do early releases and things like that over there. Uh, the post shows and all that stuff is up uh, posted up there. Uh, so if you have a couple of sesterces you want to throw our way, that would be fantastic. If not, that's cool, too. Uh, we're going to do this anyway. Uh, check out Golden Goblin Press. There's also a link in the show notes for that. Uh, you can get, I think they have the uh, Britannia, not the Britannia book, the uh, Cthulhu Invictus book back in stock, along with some other cool stuff over there. So please check that out as well. If you enjoy this game, support Oscar and the cool stuff that he does and purchase your stuff over at Golden Goblin. So thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Peace. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.